And uh, welcome to Peaked. Welcome to Peaked, everyone. It's Friday. It's not Friday. This it's we're actually Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. Uh, welcome to Peaked. We uh, the show about Twin Peaks most Quick of the time. Weather update: It's snowing here in the city of Toronto. Uh, unusual experience. Usually, it's just cold. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, it's literally just been cold and kind of wet, but uh, <laughs> uh, now it's just weather snow. Yeah, real winter. Like kind of a wet snow. I don't think it's going to last. Um, I think it's going to melt by uh, the end of the night. And it is January. We haven't literally gotten like, any snow at all. So this no. is going to be interesting. Um, we watched Twin Peaks, believe it or not. I uh, love that audio texture if that made it in. Uh, episode 10? Well, That's 10th correct. over. Well, we watched the episode The Man Behind the Glass, which is episode 3 of season 2. Mm-hmm. And also the 10th episode overall. 11. The eleventh, if you count the movie, I believe. And I count the movie every time. Or maybe it's the tenth, if you count the movie, and the ninth overall. No, that wouldn't make sense. No. Yeah, whatever. Hey, <laughs> that's Twin Peaks, guys. This episode was directed. Files may stop sinking oh, no. soon. The computer's giving up. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh no! Tragedy. This episode was directed by. Uh, Leslie Linka Glader Thoughts. Shout out to Leslie. She did a decent enough job. This episode was written by uh, the one and only Robert Engels. He's written for the show. Yeah, we've heard about him, apparently. Allegedly. This uh, episode aired on October 13th, yeah. 1990. Which is um, one. That should be... Bam. J.J. Abrams. Uh, okay, I can give out for you for a minute. I recently watched the movie The Darjeeling Limited, a great flick. But you know what's an even better flick? The Notebook, best movie ever made. Made me cry. I watched it several times in a week. Anyway, back to Noah. Yeah, yeah. I was right, actually. It is 1990. Uh, and this had 13.7 US views. 13.7 million, that is. Which is down 0.7 million views from last episode. Uh, we start this episode with what? Do you remember? Um... The, the intro credits. Yeah. After the intro. Mm, yikes. Uh, we start at the hospital. Oh, we start with Ronette. She's seizing a little bit, coming out of her coma. She's having a bad time. They lock her up. They lock her up. And then they keep her restricted to the bed. They sedate her. Yep, they sedate her. And then they go under the nail bed and find a new letter. What was that letter? B. B. As in B movie starring uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Which is also the first letter of my sister's name. Jerry Seinfeld being a good friend of David Lynch. Yeah, and my sister. No. It was a good friend of mine. No. Yep. No. Actually, you're right. We don't talk that much. Yeah. Yeah. Like ever. Not usually, yeah. Ever. We talked today. You and Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, me and my sister. Oh. Yeah, no. I've never spoken to Jerry Seinfeld. I wouldn't either. He sounds kind of like a pain in the ass. Aren't all comedians. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they find the bee. Um, Cooper opens up about his experience with the giant, your favorite. Yep, and everyone looks at him like he's a little nutty, but then they play along with it anyway. Just like me. So real for that. I Just like when I tell it. you about my dreams, when a giant appears in my room and takes my ring and starts telling me, uh, three clues, and they all start coming true. Yeah. You want to talk about your detective art real quick before we get into the episode? Uh, yeah, I'm a detective now. I'm officially training to become a private investigator. Yeah. Um, it's actually not that hard, as it turns out. 
you just need to work with an agency for about three years, I believe, and then you can open up your own. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to become a detective. And I've been doing stuff, too. I've been um, mostly sitting on the couch watching movies. Age of Adeline, not a great flick. Anyway, back to you. Albert asks if the giant has... Why is the audio... Is that the fan doing that? Maybe. We turn off the fan. Sorry, gang. We're uh, we're freaking today. We're twins. Twin freaking. Twin freaking. Doing a little bit of peeking. Um, anyway, this episode was mostly good and slightly bad. It made me very He forgot to vamp. Oh, we forgot to do the log lady thing. Shut Ooh. up, Austin. We're going to do the log lady thing. Yes, vamp for me. Sir, okay, I can vamp for a real quick minute. Let me take the microphone. Let me hold the microphone, please. Let me hold the microphone. Anyway, I recently, um, called my father, and, um, that's all the information you get. Yep, okay, log lady. Are you ready to hear from your log of the lady? Noah smacked me, I'll be honest. Letters are symbols. Yep. There's more. I just trailed off there, sorry. Letters are symbols. They are building blocks of words, which form our language. Languages help us communicate. Even with complicated languages used by intelligent people, misunderstanding is a common occurrence. Mm -hmm. We write these things, write things down sometimes, letters, words, hoping they will serve us and those with whom we wish to communicate. Letters and words calling out for understanding. Oh my god, that one was the most deep one we've had yet. That's the first one I've understood. Anyway, we cut from the hospital yep. to uh, the house of one Harold Smith. Harold? And Donna's visiting him. I hate Harold Smith. Just for the do you want to talk about Harold Smith for a second? Yeah, I do. He's a fucking creepy weirdo who likes flowers a little too much. Um, that's really all I have to say. I feel like he's the murderer. That's my new prediction. Just based on his vibe. What vibes are those? Say that again, you yawn. What vibes are those? Creepy weirdo vibes. That doesn't leave us... Not that there's anything wrong with having agoraphobia, but like, I don't know. He freaks me out because he has agoraphobia. Austin doesn't like mentally ill people. Moving on. Harold says that apparently Laura wanted Donna to reach... Or wait, sorry. Harold wanted Laura... No, Laura wanted Harold to reach out. Laura wanted Uh Harold to reach out to Donna if anything were to happen to Laura. Mm -hmm. Obviously, something did happen to Laura. She's dead. Wrapped in plastic. She died? Yeah, she's wrapped in plastic. Spoiler. On a beach. No, she didn't die. Yeah. No, she makes up with James in this episode. More? No. Yeah, a little. No. Same face. Same face, different person. No, my theory is that it's the same person. Like, inside the show as well? Yeah. Instead of just actors? Yep. That's correct. Interesting theorem, Dr. Robert. Oh, Dr. Robert. Like the the Beatles song. Like the Beatles song. You a fan of the Beatles? Hey, Mr. Postman. Doesn't answer the question. Are you a fan of the Beatles? Yeah, my dad and I used to drive around Niagara Falls listening to the Beatles channel on Sirius XM. Shout out uh, while we were uh, while we were avoiding awkward conversations. Favorite Beatles song? My favorite Beatles song. Uh, I really like A Hard Day's Night, but I also really like uh, Don't Let Me Down. Hmm. Don't let me down. I'm a big Rocky Raccoon oh, fan myself. Oh, huge, huge Rocky Raccoon. As well as a Norwegian Wood yeah, off of Rubber Soul. Um, Drive My Car. Yesterday. Yesterday, great song. Um, Drive My Car makes me happy because it's the same song as the Rihanna song, Shut Up and Drive. They uh, have, they're about the same thing. I'm Only Sleeping. Uh-huh, good one, good one, good one. Keep That's going. you all the time. 
All right, Austin has mentally ill, has depression, so he sleeps a lot. So the Beatles. Do you get the the name? It's like Beatles, the Beatles. Yeah, I figured that one out a while. Yeah, aren't ago. they? Aren't they clever? They are so clever. They're Girl, clever for little for little four. British men. In grade four, I wrote a report on the Beatles, but I misspelled it uh, to the insect name, and then my teacher made fun of me. Uh, that teacher's now in jail. Anyway. Um, er. Oh boy, we got distracted real quick. Harold uh, has agoraphobia. He doesn't say it, but he's a shut-in, and he doesn't like going out anymore. Which is fine, but he's also, his energy is weird. He raises orchids because he used to be a horticulturalist. Before he became a shut-in weirdo. Yeah, and he wants Donna to put one on Laura's grave. Yeah, and she does, and then she yells at Laura's grave. Get ahead of yourself there, bucko. I I love going ahead, though. Anyway, the end of the episode. <laughs> Carry on. Um, uh, he goes to grab one of the orchids. Don notices a weird little piece of paper sticking out from his bookshelf. Yes, she she goes to investigate, but then uh, Harold walks back yeah. in with Harold, the orchid. Before he walks back in, looks at her through the window and makes a real suspicious face. He knows she's snooping. Yeah. I don't he like knows she's snooping. I don't like that man. He knows she's snooping. Yep, that's correct. He knows she's snooping. All right, carry on. Can we? Yeah, we can we can carry on. Can we can we stop fucking around here? Can we, can we talk again about the Beatles and the relation between no, we're not car and shut up and drive by Rihanna. Yeah, lots of songs are about driving. No, but this one is about sex. It's just under the the. the lots uh, of songs are about that too. Right, but this song they both use the 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 cover of driving, but it's about getting railed. Doesn't. Another Rihanna song also do that? Or maybe it's a Beyonce song? Hold up. Anyway, I just like that they're the same song because, like, the greats follow the greats, and I think Rihanna and um, the Beatles are some of the greatest musicians in the world. Vamp. Okay, I can vamp real quick. Can I hold the mic? mic? No. Okay, I can vamp real quick. Uh, give me a topic. What do, you want? do you want me to talk about something personal or something fake? What do you want? If I ask you to vamp, you can't ask me questions because oh, okay, I can't okay. think okay. because I'm trying to do the thing that I need you to vamp. Can I have the microphone back? Thank you so much. Anyway, we watched La La Land recently, we being uh, Noah, myself, and two other friends, uh, and I cried a lot, and then I watched it again the next day, and I added it to my favorites list on Letterbox. and a fun fact about my Letterbox, I rate every movie five out of five stars because I just happened to like Partition about Beyonce, by Beyonce. <laughs> All about being fucked in a car. Anyway. <coughs> Just murdered Austin with that oh information. God. That's called facts and logic, liberal. Okay, um, you're, uh, you have 13,586 issues slowing down your PC. Including 59 broken registries. Low memory, just uh, 24% less. Apps that slow you down, 6. And system junk, 1 gigabyte. Moving on. Cause ooh, I should show you a song, Moving On by Roosevelt. Is it good? Very good. Um, that's my recommendation to the audience for the day. Moving On by Roosevelt. Um, where are we? Uh, yeah, then we cut back to the police department. Is it royalty free? No. Certainly not, but look it up. And then we can listen to it after the, after the podcast. Roosevelt? Yeah. R-O-O. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Um, anyway, we have a little dance party after this. Uh, we essentially just get an update on the crimes, essentially. Coop 
has a list of the four people who have seen Bob, either in vision or real life. Yep. We have the three letters, an R, a B, and a T. Mm-hmm. And we... Uh, Bader Ginsburg. Oh, my favorite. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Legend. Albert also has some stuff to say. The letter B came from a Flesh World ad. Shadow Flesh World. We love Flesh World. Um, hmm. Well, they have two minors in their magazine, so I don't love Flesh World. But. Um, Bob is not in any database of any U.S. government system. There's no record of Bob. He doesn't exist. Yep. And uh, Coop was shot by a Walther PPK, which is the same gun. That is James Bond! You a James Bond fan? I've never seen a James Bond flick. Ever? Ever. Some of them are pretty good. I'll check them out, but not today. One of them's called Octopus. That can't be true. It is true. No, you're lying to me. Why would I lie about that? It's very true. What the? And, and you don't know about this? All the Bond girls have terrible names that just mean vagina vagina, essentially? Like Pussy Galore? Do you not know about this? I guess you've never seen James Bond movie. Read it. What the fuck? James Bond is assigned to solve the murder of Agent 009, killed in East Germany, uh, clutching a fake Faberge egg. The trail is to India, where an enigmatic uh, woman operates a smuggling ring under the cover of a traveling circus. However, her real motives prove to be far more sinister, and Bond uncovers a plot to blow up the U.S. Air Force Base in West Germany. And her name is Octopussy? What the fuck? Um, there's also one called Moonraker, and he goes to space. But there's another one where he does yellow face, which is very bad. Thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah, I accidentally distracted Austin, so I just, I'm just uh, the host of the show now. Because <laughs> Austin only cares about Octopussy now, um, like any 13-year-old boy. Um, Harry gets mad at Albert because Albert calls him a Neanderthal. Uh, and then we get a great monologue by Albert that made Austin so confused. He uh, paused the show to talk about how weird it was. Yeah, is that Goldfinger that she's in? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about Pussy Galore now. Anyway, uh, and Albert's thing ends in, I love you, Sheriff Truman, which is wonderful. Then we cut to uh, just outside of that office thing where James talks to Coop. James gets let off the hook. Coop's like, I better not see you around here again. Uh, come to me if you need anything. Uh, then Coop talks to Lucy, who's looking for uh, words that have B, T, and R in them. Uh, Hawk's helping her with that. And then enter Dick Tremaine. Thoughts on Dick Tremaine? Uh, Dick Tremaine, I hated him. He's a douchebag. I've moved on from James Bond. Uh, he also it doesn't help that he's British. Doesn't help. Nothing wrong Do you think he's actually British or not? No, that accent sounds fake as fuck. But, I mean, it's just the idea that he could be British pisses me off. Like, do you think the character's British? No, I think he's faking an accent. I think he's lying to my girl, Lucy. And also, if he is the father of her baby... That poor woman. Dick Tremaine works, of course, at the uh, Horn Department... At the Horn Department Store. um, The Horn's Department Store in... uh, uh, designer menswear. Dick Tremaine. Awful. We love Dick Tremaine. No, we don't. Uh, we cut to another part of the sheriff's station. Uh, Coop, Hawk, and Truman are talking. Uh-huh. The boys club. What are they gossiping about? They gossiping about the giant. And then one and only Leland shows up. Yeah. 
and he essentially carries on what oh, he said last. This week. is a great episode for Leland, by the way. Huge Leland app. Um, love Ray Wise, and he tells them that he knows Bob because at his grandfather's summer house up in Pearl Lakes. We love Pearl. Lakes. We love Pearl Lakes. What when do you want a trip to Pearl Lakes? Yeah, what is that? Lakes, I presume. But where? Cottage country. Uh, in Washington. Yeah, Washington. Uh, I'll go. I'll buy it. Woo! Let's go, baby. Um, take me to church. Um, I love. How do you say his name? Hosier. Hosier. If you don't know how to say his name, you're not a true fan. And we're just gonna keep going on. Okay. Uh, grandfather summer home in Pearl Lakes. Okay. Uh, there was a an empty lot next to the house. Yeah. And then next to that was a white house. Was a white house, and there was a man Bob who lived man. there, a man Bob. named Robertson. Robertson. Bob. And he. Coop uh, is like. Robertson, that's what he's trying to spell with the letters. letters RBT. Um, and then he, uh, Coop tells Hawk to go to Pearl Lakes and try and find a record of Robertson. Right. And then Leland's like, oh, one more thing. He used to flick matches at me and say, do you want to play with Fire Little little Boy? Which is, of course, do you recall? It's the line that Bob, uh, that the, wait, that's something to do with Laura and Bob. Huh. You're almost there. Is it what the bird was saying? No. Do you want to play with fire, little boy? Uh-huh. Is what Laura said to James the oh, night she was on his, the night she got I murdered right. when she yeah, was yeah, on his yeah, motorcycle yeah, yeah. and then ran off into the woods. Yeah. So that's interesting. Do you want to play with fire, little? Wasn't she like super high? Uh, I don't know. We don't see her say it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just hear James talk about it. Our fire good boy James fire? James Hurley. We're at the double R. There we are. Dick Tremaine. Dick Tremaine. Ugh. Lucy, whatever her name is. Lucy Tremaine. No, they're not married. Lucy Hawk. Lucy's last name, whatever it is, I forget. Uh, they're eating lunch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy's mad because he didn't call her. Yeah. And he says he lost his phone, totally no- her valid, phone number. Totally valid. He lost her phone number. Yeah. And then Lucy points out the fact that she worked at the sheriff's station. And he could have just dialed 911. It would have been so easy. Yeah. Um, apparently they fucked at Horn's department store. Which is fucking wild. My girl Lucy gets down. What a legend. Lucy's kind of kinky and we'd love to see it. I would fuck at Horn's department store. Would you? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, he says he'll buy her a dress and then she's like, it better be a maternity dress because I'm pregnant. Uh-huh. Yep. And hey baby, not Andy's apparently. Well, we know Andy no, can't Andy's have infer- infertile. infertile. What's that? I almost said infidelity, and then I was trying to get it right, and then it took a minute, but he's infertile. He can't have babies. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah, infertile. Not infertile, but infertile. But, you know, infertile. you had the infertile. word right. Yeah. In turtles. Um, then we got to James and Maddie, also at the double R. They're in the booth, though, because they're teens. teens. No teens sit in the booth. They always sit in the booth, and they also always hold hands, even though one of them is dating the other one's friend. Yeah, and James, well, James and Maddie are talking. James is like, is Donna being different? She smokes now, and she wants to... She wants to do me between the bars at the at the at the at the prison. This is Christian Donna. That's just me. That's just, what about Donna? Hey, I want to smoke, and I want to do James Hurley through the bars. I thought you hated James. I do, but I would still do him through the bars. Uh, let us know if you to do James Hurley through the bars. You ever heard of hate? Uh, 
experienced it. Okay, well, there you go. Then you understand. Yep. Okay. Um, we're going to go straight to... Uh, James says he just wants to get on his bike and go, mm. which is so real. Just like me, for real, for real. Um, and Maddie comes... Her, com- comes <laughs> Manny comforts him. Get your mind out of the goddamn gutter. Manny comforts him by holding his hand. Donna walks in and sees them holding hands. Yep. And then yeah, she's like, real well, I met somebody smart and intelligent and pretty, unlike anybody I know. Which is not true, by the way. That man is not pretty, smart, anything. He's just creepy. Harold is probably smart. Probably, but he's creepy. Yeah. And then Donna leaves. Probably a murderer, by the way. We go. Oh, hi, cat. We go to One-Eyed Jack's. The cat does look pissed. Um, we cut to one eye jacks. Uh, Emery is recording Blackie giving Audrey heroin. No uh, jokes about that. That just sucks. Because uh, Blackie wants to ransom Audrey back to Ben Horn mm-hmm. so that Blackie can have uh, full control of one eye jacks. Yeah. Uh, then we cut back to the police department. Philip Gerard, our hero, one armed man. Yeah. He wants to sell shoes to Sheriff Truman. And they're doing it. That's correct. And then Philip recognizes Bob on the Bob poster. Mm-hmm. He starts freaking out and tells Sheriff Truman that he just needs to go to the bathroom to administer some medication that he has for his weird flashes that he has yeah. sometimes. Um, then we cut to like Truman's office where Coop's trying to get Shelly to talk about Leo burning down the mill. And she's like, I won't do it. No, I love him. And then Coop pulls a fast one around her. You want to tell this part? Cause you like well, Coop essentially lets her get away with it, yeah. but he's being he coy about it. He knows what's it. happening. And he's like, well, fuck you, <laughs> essentially. And he's like, hopefully Leo will wake up and love you more, mm-hmm. essentially. He's just being a little cheeky. Cheeky little guy. A little cheeky boy. Yeah. A little Coopy. Yep. And then we cut to the bathroom. Philip Gerard. He's trying to get his uh, needle in the leg. But he drops the medication mm-hmm. and kind of has like a little seizure thing. Yep. And then he walks out of the bathroom in a daze, speaking to himself. And then we cut to the Great Northern. Uh, Coop's talking to Ben about Audrey, That's essentially. Correct. Nothing really there. But, you know, he says Coop's the first guy that Ben will call if Audrey right. comes home. And uh, Ben does try to put buckshot in his ass if he uh, makes a move on Audrey. Yep, pretty much. Uh and then that mysterious Asian man is watching all of this. Uh-huh. And then he follows Coop out of the Great Northern. Yep. But it doesn't go anywhere. That doesn't go anywhere. Yet. 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 But we see Cooper again in this episode, so we know he doesn't follow him anywhere. Well, maybe we just weren't looking. Yeah, maybe. Ever think of that? You know... You ever think? I don't do a lot of thinking. I know. Um, and then we're at One-Eyed Jacks again. Uh, a random guy is giving Audrey candy and also heroin. Yep. And he introduces himself as Jean. And he's not a random guy. Who's he related to? He is, as we discover, because uh, we cut to Blackie and Emery Battis watching a tape of the season finale, of season one, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they see Coop in the Coop in the place. Yep. And Emery's like, oh, that's FBI. They, say Coop, they see Coop in the place, and then the place is One-Eyed Jacks. Yep. And we uh, learn that this Jean fellow is none other than dun 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 Jean Renault. Oh, 
older brother of Jacques and Bernard. Remember Bernard? I don't remember Bernard, if I'm being fully honest. He dies. Yeah. Leo killed him. Remember? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bocos boys interrogated him, and then yeah. Leo killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then Jacques, as we know, got shot. Uh-huh. And then strangled. And strangled by our favorite man. Our favorite man. Leland. Leland Palmer. That's Silver Fox. That's Silver. That's Silver Devil. Um, and also, apparently, Jean's with this woman named Nancy, who's Blackie's sister. Don't know about that. Jean wants revenge against Cooper. And also, 30% of ownership of the checks or something? I don't know. We're at the sheriff's station again. Yes, we are. Josie calls Co- uh, Harry, apparently. And Josie's going to be back tomorrow afternoon. Big, big news. Big news. Um, Harry wants, or Coop wants to bring her in. Harry doesn't want that because he loves her too much. Uh, anyway, Hawk shows up, and Leland, or Hawk shows up and says the house that Leland was talking about, the White House, is empty now. And boarded up. And boarded up, and nobody lives there. And Hawk vacant. is working on getting the records. A vacant place. On whoever lived there. And then. But it is confirmed that Leland's not just nuts, and that the house exists. Well, he's nuts, but not completely nuts right i mean he is a murderer yeah so he's nuts but well. he's not like mm, i don't know how to describe it he's definitely something he's a uh, mares he dotes and dozy dotes yeah. and little lambsy divey a kiddly divey too wouldn't you I would. and if the words sound queer and funny to your ear a little bit jumbled and jivey sing mares eat oats and those eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. Have you figured out what that song's about yet? No. Okay. Do you no want one? me to tell you? Or? Yeah, tell me. Okay. Well, because it's Mersey Dotes and Dozy Dotes and Little Lambs Eat Ivy. Right. And then later on in the song, they say, if the words sound queer and funny to your ear, a little bit jumbled and jivey sing Mersey Eat Oats. Mm-hmm. So say Mersey Dotes. Mares Eat Oats. Mersey Dotes. Mares Dee Dotes. Which is what he says earlier in the song. Mm-hmm. The mares eat oats and does eat oats and little lambs eat ivy is what he says earlier in the song. Uh-huh. Just like faster, right? Because mares eat oats and does eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. Yeah. Do you hear it? Mares eat oats, does eat oats. Because if you say it fast enough, it sounds like mares eat oats and does eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. Yeah. And then the second, you use that to figure That's out the second part. Because then it's a kid will eat ivy too, wouldn't you? A kid would eat ivy too, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, okay. A kid being a name for a baby goat. Yeah. Yeah. This is what animals eating. Yeah. Cute. And wouldn't you? I would. You'd eat ivy? No, probably not. I'd eat poison ivy. Pizza. You wouldn't eat poison ivy. Think about it. Why would you eat poison ivy? He's too young. Never mind, gang. Um. Oh, you're talking about eating pussy. You're talking about eating the comic book character Poison Ivy's vagina. Like licking it and stuff. Sure. Okay. Um, you gotta get that. I thought it was a good joke. Because I'm not a dirty dog, but I get it now. I, I would too. Good to know. Um, where <laughs> are we? Uh, as they're talking, Cooper finally puts two and two together that Philip Gerard is also Mike, the one-armed man from Cooper's Dream. Uh-huh. We all knew this, probably, because it's uh, the same actor. Coop finally figures out. He goes looking for Gerard. He goes to the bathroom. He doesn't find the, anything in the bathroom except for a needle. Dun, dun, dun. And then he realizes the giant's third clue, which is... Uh, the chemical thing. Without chemicals, yeah, he points. Without chemicals, he points, and it points. Exactly. So then Coop's like, we need to find Philip Gerard. 
Let me get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Nadine's in cuffs. Nadine's in cuffs. This part is super fucking weird. Nadine's in cuffs. And my boy Ed is like, are those really necessary? And then the doctor guy. Okay, word. Donna's mom, dad. Donna's dad. Donna's mom, dad. And he says, well, we had leather restraints and she broke right through them. That was a great impression. Thank you. It doesn't sound like him at all. But he, Nadine broke through the leather restraints. Apparently she has a bunch of adrenaline running in her blood. Still. Yeah. And he's like, they just sing to her and then he leaves. So Ed starts singing to her. And then Nadine wakes up. She almost crushes his Ed's hand. Yeah. And then she rips free of her restraints and starts clapping. And she thinks she's in high school. She wakes up. She thinks she's an eight. She's an eighteen-year-old. Brain damage from all the drugs. We don't know about that. All we know right now is that she's. Well, she thinks she's in high school. Yeah. Some serious memory issues. Then we're at a different room in the hospital. Yeah. One Doctor Jacoby's room. Yeah. It's Hawaii themed. He's gonna get hypnotized. Because he loves Hawaii. We meet his wife. Mm-hmm. Lives in Hawaii. Right. Who's a little young for him, in my opinion, but that's really Well, matter. you don't know how old she is. I You're just know. attributing how she looks. Right, that's true. That's fair. You shouldn't do that. But Maybe Jacoby's actually younger and he just has a white beard. Maybe. Maybe he's not fifty? I don't think. I never thought he was fifty. I would go with forty six. Okay. My dad's age. My dad's age too. That's why I hate him so much. Um, they hypnotize Jacoby. Mm-hmm. Jacoby has this whole induction process already filled out. He knows all about it. He gets hypnotized often. Yeah. In a sexual context. Possibly. Possibly. Seems that way, frankly. Yeah. But we're not going to get into it. Um, he gets hypnotized. Coop questions him. Uh, you probably didn't pay attention to this, but we also hear that... I paid very close attention Jacobi, to some parts Jacoby also smelled the engine oil in the park uh-huh. when Jacoby got attacked. I paid attention to that. Right? Yeah. And do you know what that means? I have no idea, but I paid attention. Because what else did he smell engine? Oh, the night that, um, that uh, Leland suffocated Jacques. Which would mean Leland was in the park, but I already knew that because Leland was uh, the the thing Leland was wearing was the same thing that uh, the guy who knocked out Jacoby in the park was wearing. Yes, so we know Leland also knocked attacked Jacoby. Jacoby. Yeah. Yes, um, and Jacoby essentially just tells him that Leland killed Renault. We don't hear him say it, but we hear him. We hear him infer it. We hear him say, oh, "I know him," and then we cut to the forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an owl. Which we know aren't what they seem. They aren't all what they seem. Uh, they might be. We're at Laura Palmer's grave. Don drops oh, the orchid off. The and she has a sick as fuck monologue yep. where she's like, We're still solving all your problems, even though you're dead. You, I love the line it ends on, which is, They didn't bury you deep enough. Yeah, that's fucking honestly, brutal. Donna's probably my favorite character right now. She's killing everything. You're wild. And we cut to the Palmer household. Yeah. Uh, James. Runs up to Maddie. He's like, I couldn't find Donna. I looked everywhere for her. Clearly not, motherfucker. Oh, no. uh, and then he starts crying because he's sad. Right. Maddie hugs Very him. Reaction. And Maddie also kisses him. Yeah. Tensions are high. They're teenagers, whatever. Uh, Donna runs in at this moment. And sees, sees them the... kiss. She gets mad. Oh, James Hurley has a bad reaction. James Hurley's upset. He runs yeah. after her because he wants to explain himself. Do do Donna him? drives. He accidentally hits a vase. I think he did that on purpose. He, like, clears the whole table. Well, I think that a was just bad acting on James Hurley's part. I don't think that was supposed to be on purpose. I think, from a character perspective, I think it was, like, directions that he was supposed to. Uh, okay. And then he just probably accidentally made it look too intentional. Yeah. 
uh, runs into the street. Donna drives off in a minivan for some reason. Uh, and James yells, Donna, why? Um, Very dramatic. And then Leland is comforting Maddie. Maddie is crying because everybody keeps pretending she's Laura. This is the best part of the episode. She's so sad. And Leland gives her a nice little pep talk. Yeah. And right after he finishes the pep talk, Coop and Truman show up. Yep. And they, they interrupt. arrest him for the murder of Jacques Renault. Jacques. Jacques Renault. Yep. And then you think that would be the end of the episode, but nope. We have one more scene. We cut to Donna. She's crying. She's losing Harold. From one man right into the arms of the next. Am I right? Yeah, I fucking. Uh, I actually agree with that statement at all, actually. Um, this isn't in the show, but I just wrote this note. I think Harold should have been played by David Schwimmer or Friends fan. Oh, I agree. That would make so much sense. Especially. Well, and he also just looks like David Schwimmer. Yeah, you agree that he's a creep, though. Because every yeah. David Schwimmer cre- character is a dirty creep. Even the draft from Madagascar? Oh, especially Melman. Are you kidding me? How did you know his name off I the top of your head? I love Melman, but he's a creep. Name all four Madagascar characters. All right, you got Alex, you got Melman, you got Gloria, and then you got Marty. Where are we? And then... We're ranking the Madagascar characters. No, we weren't ranking them. Harold, Harold... We're only at 34 minutes. We have time. We're done. The ep- Harold leaves. Let me go. Those four rank them very quickly. Okay. So worst to best. Worst to best. Uh, Alex, Gloria, Melman, Marty. Respectable. Okay. Glad we figured that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Harold leaves to go grab Donna something to drink. Donna gets up. She sees a book. Yeah. She opens the book. And what is it? It's but Laura's the diary, diary of Laura Palmer. Which Sick, should be in the arms. Because if you recall, mm-hmm. the police already have Laura's diary. Right. So this is a Possibly. second diary. Mm-hmm. Possibly. A secret diary. diary. Interesting. Vamp for me for once. All right, so we're going to go back to Madagascar real quick. I've always found the relationship between Moore and King Julian rather interesting. Because is it sexual? Not necessarily. But is it implied that it's probably a little sexual? It gives me more um, Jay and Silent Bob from the Kevin Smith movies, which is, of course, um, uh, platonic life partners. Okay. No, no, you're thinking of uh, the other one. I'm talking about Mort, the little guy. Yeah, I know. Okay, but I I, I don't fuck. Okay, but I see um, King Julian as what's what's the other friend's name? Anyway, King Julian and the other bigger lemur. Uh, I see them as platonic life partners, but Mort's a little like Mort. I feel like he does favors for Julian. No, I think Mort and the other guy fuck. Oh no, I could see that. There's tension there. King Julian. Okay, I'm going to build a little story for you. Okay. They both want to fuck King Julian. Well, who wouldn't? But King Ju- King Julian <laughs> is <laughs> King Julian untouchable, unfuckable. Untouchable, unfuckable king shit. He's either ace or he, he's just not interested in them. I don't know. He's just like me. But forgettable lemur, whose name we don't remember, and he Mort... actually was my favorite as a kid. You're fucked for that. And Mort... Uh, both want King Julian. Right. So they take out their sexual frustrations on each other. Right. Um, Which one do you think is the well, top? Definitely the bigger guy. Okay, okay. He's definitely the top. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yep. Anyway, I'm glad we figured that out. And okay. he pretends to be King Julian right. when they fuck. 
That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we figured that out. Um, I have some questions for you. What's your highlight? Yeah, what's your highlight of the episode? Uh, now that we're moving on from lemur sexuality, I would say my highlight of the episode is Leland getting arrested, just because I thought that was the most real scene in Twin Peaks so far. What's your low light of the episode? Probably Harold. In general? I fucking hate Harold, yeah. Yeah, in general. Okay. Uh, who do you think killed? Harold. Laura Palmer. Harold. I think it was Harold. How did you do it? <sighs> Probably with the flower. I guess we already know how we did it. It's yeah. technically. Um, do we? I think they explain how she died. It was like blunt force trauma. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, if we didn't know that, well, spoiler alert, that's how she died. Um, and what do you think is going to happen next episode? In, hold up. Okay. What do you think is going to happen next episode? In episode 11, also known as... Laura's Secret Diary. I think we're going to find out a lot more about Harold, unfortunately, and we're going to find out a lot more about Leland, but I know we're not going to find out who the killer is, because you said that happens in Season 2, Episode 7. So, that's what I think. More Leland, more Harold. Okay. Possibly more of the Lucy pregnancy side plot, but uh, maybe not. Okay, what are you most excited for moving forward? Genuinely, the Lucy pregnancy sideline. Uh, also, the Audrey stuff, because it scares me. I like Audrey a lot, and I don't like heroin a lot, so I'm excited to see uh, that she's okay. Interesting. Okay. I already know that she's in the return, so. Who told you that? Crave? She's in the picture for it. Interesting. Okay. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. This has been Peaked. We'll be back next week with more Peaked. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Um, I think we're doing better now. Um, quality-wise, this podcast just keeps getting better and better. And more sexual. And more sexual, which is, of course, always better. Uh, I'm that's a lie. I'm basically asexual. Anyway, that's Congrats to him. That's the episode. Thank you so but much. You know who I would fuck? Who? Poison Ivy. I thought you were going to say Mort from Madagascar. <laughs> Mort from Madagascar. Bye, everybody. And Melman. Bye, everybody. And uh, honestly, fuck it, Gloria. Bye, everybody. And honestly, on a bad day, Alex. Bye, everybody. Also, maybe King Julius. Bye, everybody. And that un- that unrememberable, that, that forgettable fucking lemur? Yeah, definitely, any day of the week. Bye, everybody. All right, bye, guys. Bye, everybody.